Hello, this is retired hospital chaplain Bruce Baumberger, and here's a point to ponder. There will be moments in our lives when nothing seems to make sense. What we are experiencing is unpleasant, even terrible. Our suffering is relentless, our pain unfathomable. We may wonder why in the world do we have to suffer like this? We may regret the day we were born. We may even wish we are dead. The anguish and despair feels unbearable. We do not know if we can face another day. We wonder if anyone hears our cries or if anyone really cares. To believe that we are somehow exempt from suffering is delusional. All of us in one way or another will experience suffering. It will be more severe for some than others. However, the question that needs to be addressed is not why are we suffering, but what will we allow suffering to do to us? Will this grossly unfair, horrific experience make us better or bitter? Will we grow or wilt? Granted, I may not know the suffering you are experiencing or felt the depths of despair you may be feeling, but I do know that suffering has the power to completely change lives. Suffering puts us at a fork in life's path. We will either become stronger or weaker. We will either become a better human being or a very bitter human being. The choice is ours. What will suffering do to us? Ponder on it, and God bless. Hello, this is retired hospital chaplain Bruce Bomberger, and here's a point to ponder. Finding hope in the midst of despair can be daunting. Surrounded by evidence that makes us feel abandoned, makes it difficult to believe things can change. Oppression, ridicule, and prejudice erode our self-esteem and crush our character. There once was a priest who had been ripped from his homeland and exiled to a foreign land. The language, customs, and way of worship was unlike anything he had experienced. Additionally, his oppressors viciously reminded him of who was boss and who was not. This torment lasted for 26 years. Despair could have come easily. However, the priest was given a vision of a new day where his people would be restored and their place of worship rebuilt. The priest lived with that hope until his dying day. We can have a hope that sustains us when despair threatens to destroy. It may not immediately change our circumstance, but it can give us the courage to endure. A new day will arrive, and that is a hope we can live with. Ponder on it, and God bless. Hello, this is retired hospital chaplain Bruce Bomberger, and here's a point to ponder. I function with the belief that each of us has a sacred space a place where we are able to collect our thoughts and sort out the day. We may not call it sacred or holy, but we do consider it to be a place we can retreat from the busyness of the day. We may spend a brief moment there, or we may spend a greater amount of time there. Without this space, we can become irritable, unsettled, and restless. Without it, we can feel like we are adrift, easily tossed to and fro by whatever the day presents. Yet, within it, we are able to get grounded and gain or regain perspective. Instead of the day commanding us, we command the day. Our lives have become exponentially more busy. We have not established, if we have not
Hello, this is retired hospital chaplain Bruce Baumberger, and here's a point to ponder. I function with the belief that each of us has a sacred space, a place where we are able to collect our thoughts and sort out the day. We may not call it sacred or holy, but we do consider it to be a place we can retreat from the busyness of the day. We may spend a brief moment there, or we may spend a greater amount of time there. Without this space, we can become irritable, unsettled, and restless. Without it, we can feel we are adrift, easily tossed to and fro by whatever the day presents. Yet within it, we are able to get grounded and gain or regain perspective. Instead of the day commanding us, we command the day. Our lives have become exponentially more busy. If we have not yet established our own sacred space, we may wonder how can we fit yet another thing into our frantic life. I would like to suggest that we take a minute, one minute, 60 seconds, to simply stop and sit quietly. Close your eyes if that helps and listen to the sound of your own breathing. Take a moment to listen to the rhythm of life. Feel the air entering and exiting your lungs. One minute, one minute, any time of your day, just one minute that connects you with what can be holy. Ponder on it, and God bless. Hello, this is retired hospital chaplain Bruce Baumberger, and here's a point to ponder. Holiness is a word that has fallen into disuse. Although we may consider some places holy, seldom do we consider ourselves holy. Of all the self-esteem building exercises promoted today, being made holy is not one of them. Perhaps that is because being made holy involves facing and admitting our own sinfulness, another word that has fallen into disuse. Maybe the path of being made holy traverses the dark places in our lives. Maybe we must travel through that darkness and accept it as a part of of us so that we might relinquish it to the light that pierces the darkness. Maybe holiness is not some super spiritual achievement, but a change in character, a transformation of person, a renewal of soul. Maybe personal holiness is a process that begins in an instant and continues throughout a life of faith and obedience. Being made holy is not something we do, but is something that is done to us. It is a quality that cannot be claimed but is a quality that can be seen in us. Maybe it's time to bring the word back into use. More importantly, maybe it's time to bring back that way of life into living. Ponder on it, and God bless.